Somebody praise the Lord in the house. Amen. Ain't God good? It's good to have you with us tonight. Appreciate you being here. And uh, how many came expecting something from God? Let us stand out if you would as we open up in prayer. Praise the Lord. I want to remember a prayer request that was turned in this morning. Let's continue to pray for Sister Pauline in the hospital. Continue to pray for her. Uh, it's good to see uh, Sister Carolyn and Brother Jackie with us this morning. I want to continue to pray for them. Uh, also, uh, let's continue to pray for um, Brother Bill Fortin. Brother Bill's will be going with their surgery tomorrow. So let's remember him in prayer. God's going to be touch and bless him. Amen. Any other prayer requests? Okay. So remember those are not here, those on vacation. And uh, it's good to see my sister would have been this morning. She surprised us. I want to continue to pray for her. Uh, she's having the shoulders a lot better than what it was during the second surgery. Um, but now they're a little bit concerned about her heart. Uh, she's going through a nuclear stress test uh, sometime this week, I think. And uh, so let's remember her in prayer that the Lord's going to bless her. Uh, we was talking today at lunch and I looked at her. I said, you know, you'll be 70 years old your next birthday. I said, that don't even sound right. <laughs> she said, I know it don't, but it is a fact. So, uh, But it's amazing how the Lord's blessed us to get older. So we are that generation now. The ones that we looked to a long time ago that says, they don't know what's happening. Aren't you glad you know what's happening tonight? Amen. We're not dumb as folks thinks we are, are we? Amen. So let's remember all these in prayer tonight. And let's pray for our country tonight. Pray for our government. And ask the Lord to have his way. Let's pray. Father in heaven tonight, we're so thankful for the privilege, Lord, we have tonight again to come before the throne of God. We ask, Lord, for your perfect divine will to be done, Lord, in this place tonight. Pray, God, you would touch and bless and meet needs in this place, Lord. We're so thankful, Lord, for your loving presence, your mercy, your grace, Lord, and how, God, you just overshadow us, Lord, and look after us, Lord. And, Father, especially during this time, Lord, that we're living in right now, Lord. Father, we're living in some dangerous times. But, Master, even at that, it's what the word of God says, Lord. That's what's going to happen and take place at the end time. So Lord, we know Jesus is soon coming. Father, we just ask, Lord, you to bless and meet every need. Father, these prayer requests tonight spoken out. God, we ask you to touch and bless. God, and meet these needs tonight, Lord. Father, our country, Lord, our government, Lord. Uh, Father, we all need, Lord, that closer walk with Jesus, Lord. And I pray, God, that somehow, some way, Lord, the mercy and the grace of God uh, is going to just flow throughout Washington, D.C., Lord. And people are going to be in the begin to grasp a hold of, uh, of what Jesus is and who he is and what he's all about. Uh, because, Lord, we know that's the answer, Lord, to everything that's going on in this world today our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. So Father, do I pray, Lord, you'll bless. God, you'll meet every need. Bless this church, Lord. Help us all to be obedient. And God, we just give you the praise, the glory, and honor for everything that's done, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Brother David. Amen. Let's get started singing for all you've done. Get on high, you are. 
Going to the book of Acts, chapter number 27, verse 44. Acts chapter 27, verse 44. Boards and broken pieces. Boards and broken pieces. The Bible says, and the rest, some on boards, some on broken pieces of the ship. And so it came to pass that they escaped all safe to land. You see, Paul's been been doing some, really been doing some preaching. Cities being stirred up, the devil stirred up. Paul becomes a prisoner, uh, becomes a prisoner, appears before the governor Felix, and then the king Agrippa. Then Acts 26, 28, the Bible said, Then Agrippa said unto Paul, Almost, I don't know about you tonight, but I'm glad I'm not almost. I'm glad I'm all the way with Jesus. Amen. Paul, I mean, Agrippa, Agrippa said, almost I persuaded me to be a Christian. In fact, Agrippa would have let him go had Paul not appealed to Caesar. So off to Rome he went. He's now a prisoner on a ship headed for Rome. Acts 27, verses 6 through 12, the Bible says in there, <coughs> the centurion found a ship of Alexander sailing into Italy, and he put us therein. And when he had sailed slowly many days, and, and scarce were come over against Assidius, the wind not suffering us, we sailed unto Crete, 
over against Salome. And hardly passing it came unto a place which is called the Fair Havens. Nigh whether, to, whether unto was the city of Lysia. Now when much time was spent and when Salem was now dangerous. Because of the fast was now already passed. Paul admonished them. And said unto them, Sirs, I perceive that this voyage will be with hurt and much damage, not only of the landing of the landing and ship, but also of our lives. Verse 11 says, Nevertheless, the centurion believed the master and the owner of the ship more than those things which were spoken by Paul. Now take, take close attention to that. And verse 12 says, Because the haven was not commodious, the winter in, or to winter in, the more part advised to depart thence also. If by any means they might obtain a, uh, obtain to Bernice and there to winter, which is in haven of Crete and life toward the southwest and northwest. Now Paul let the centurion know that it was God's will. Somebody say God's will. It was God's will for them to winter in, in fair havens. So you see, God had warned him not to leave the shores of the island of Crete. Being in the will of God should not be a mystery tonight. The Holy Spirit lets us know where, uh, lets us know where we are supposed to be. Aren't you glad tonight you got the Holy Ghost to guide you and lead you where you're supposed to be with the Lord? But it is not commodious to winter in Crete, they said. Commodious meaning convenient. In other words, it's not convenient. But just because things may be difficult for you does not mean that it is not the will of God for you to stay put. Stay in your marriage, stay faithful at the church, stay on your job, work through your problems, uh, but stay in Crete. That's what he was saying. It's amazing tonight why people don't want to listen uh, to the man of God. What did God put us here for anyhow? Amen. Are we not to watch for your souls? Uh, Hebrews chapter 13 verse 17 says, Obey them uh, that have the rule over you and submit yourselves, uh, for they watch for your souls as they, as they that must give account, that they may do it with joy and not with grief, uh, for that is unprofitable for you. So the reason you're doing uh, your own thing is because uh, you're, uh, you're not surrendered uh, to the will of God for your life. That's what Paul was trying to tell this, this captain of the ship. Of, of the owner of the ship stay put this ain't what God wants God wants to stay here but no he didn't want to listen to Paul but I cannot help what has happened in the ministry amen and I know that, that there have been scandals after scandal over the years that have caused people to be more cautious for there, for there used to be a day when the preacher preached that people knew it came from God and didn't have a problem with, with accepting it as I said there was a time that the preacher was, was well accepted it was, he was well respected. There was a time, my friend, in the United States of America and around the world that the church was highly respected. But it seems now that people don't have respect for the church anymore. Don't have that much respect for ministry anymore. And the simple reason is to the fact is because they don't respect God anymore. If they respected God like they ought to, they would respect the house of God and the church and believe in God and know what God can do and will do if we just follow him in Jesus' name. Amen. 
So listen to what the preacher has to say. Listen to the man of God, what he's got to say. Set up over, over the local body of the head of the church. Listen and make sure, just pray and seek God and make sure we're going in the direction we need to go. I want you to always be praying for me because I need you. I need your prayers. I need everything about you. You need me. We need each other. But more than that, we all need God tonight. Amen? That's what we need. And so against the man of God's counsel is all they win on this trip. They think they know more than, than God's man does. Verse 13 says in 27, when the south wind blew softly, supposing that they had obtained their purpose, loosing thence, they sailed close to Crete. In other words, they sailed close to the shore. That's exactly how the devil works, amen? Now notice what the scripture said. And when the south winds blew softly, supposing that they had obtained their purpose. Uh, amen. The devil, he comes to you real light and real easy. But after a while, uh, he's going to break it down. Uh, you see, people get out of God's will to do their own thing, uh, follow their own course, uh, and think they're doing okay. The wind here is blowing softly, the Bible says. Uh, see, preacher, there's no danger here. See, Paul, there's no danger here. Look at what we have. We have some beautiful days. The wind is just blessing us. Uh, it's going. We're sailing. Uh, everything's fine. Everything's great. Uh, Paul, you don't know what you're talking about. Uh, it's it's okay for us to do what we're doing. Amen. Uh, just because the journey starts out nice uh, don't mean it's going to end up nice because if God says stay put, that's exactly what we need to do. Can I get an amen? Note that the master of the ship only wanted to go to the other side of the island of Crete and there, uh, and there to winter. They stayed close by the shoreline. You see, the backslider never plans to leave far from home. He still attends church. He hangs around. He tries to keep his ship close to the shore, to the shoreline. You may fare, uh, okay for a little while going astray on your journey. But before long, somebody say before long. Verse 14 says, but not long after though there arose a great against it, a tempest wind called, uh, Ecolonian, I know that's not right, a violent agitation, in other words, a great violent wind blew up. In other words, not long after this soft wind came, there came something like a, like, like a tornado, so to speak, and it was a violent agitation, and the ship was blown approximately, what I understand, some 800 miles off course, trying to stay close to the shoreline. But when this wind came, it blew it some 800 miles off course. You see, people think they know where they're going. But when the devil unleashes the powers of hell against you and you're out of protection of the Lord, there's no telling where the enemy, the devil himself, there's no telling where he will take you. The old saying is sin will take you further than you want to go. It'll cost you a lot more than what you really want to pay tonight, amen? But I'm in control, people think. You just think you are. The captain here was no longer in control. He had to let the ship drive. In other words, the ship was on his own. He didn't have no control of it. And that's what happens a lot of times in people's lives. They, they, they give the devil an inch, he'll take a mile, he'll take the whole nine yards. And all of a sudden, they think they're in control, but then they lose control because it's out of control and they don't know which way to go, where to turn, or what to do. i tell you what to do. In the midst of it all, call on Jesus. He'll come right in the midst of your storm tonight the ship was shaken they lost things the first consequence of leaving Crete you'll be, you'll be shaken you'll lose valuables you'll be so far off course it doesn't look like you'll ever get to where you need to go 
Verse 21. But, a long, but after long ab absence, Paul stood forth in the midst of them and said, Sirs, ye should have hearkened unto me and not leave, not have loosed from Crete and to have gained this harm and loss. Paul said, you should have listened to me. I tried my best to tell you. God told me to let you know. Then verse 22, and now I exhort you to be of good cheer. For there shall be no loss of any man's life among you but of the ship. For there stood by me this night the angel of God whose I am and whom I serve saying fear not Paul Paul don't be afraid thou must be brought before Caesar and lo God have given thee all them that sail with thee in other words y'all be of good cheer everything's going to be fine we ain't going to lose nobody the ship might be all to pieces when it's all said and done but we're not going to lose anybody you see God had put Paul on a journey Paul's going to Rome and regardless what comes between where he's at and before he gets to Rome he's going to make the trip because that's what God had intended him for to do verse 25 says wherefore sirs be of good cheer for I believe God that it shall be even as it was told me Paul said I believe God everything's going to be okay is what God's told me tonight you see you should have listened to the man of God but here you are that's what Paul said you should have listened Paul said to the centurion in verse 31 and to the soldiers, except these abide in the ship, ye cannot be saved. Don't jump overboard. Just hang on. Everything's going to be fine. Then the soldiers cut off the ropes of the boat and let her fall off. And while the, while the day was coming on, Paul besought them all to take meat, saying, This day is the fourteenth day that ye have tarried and continued fasting, having taken nothing. Verse 34, Wherefore I pray you to take some meat, for this is your health, this is for your health, for there shall not an hair fall from the head of any of you. And when he had thus spoken, he took bread, gave thanks to God in the presence of them all, and when he had broken it, he began to eat. Then, there, then were they all of good cheer, and they also took some meat. And we were in all, and we were all, we were in all in the ship two hundred three score and sixteen souls. And when they had eaten enough, they lightened the ship and cast out the wheat into the sea. And when it was day, they knew not the land, but they discovered a certain creek with a shore into the and into the which they were minded if it were possible to thrust in the ship and when they had taken up the anchors they committed themselves into the sea and loosed the rudder bands and hoist up the, the mainsail to the wind and made towards shore verse 41 and falling into a place where two where two seas met they ran the ship around and the forepart struck stuck fast and remained unmovable but the hinder part was broken uh, and the violence of the uh, with the violence of the ways uh, verse 42 and the soldiers council uh, was to kill the the, 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 the prisoners uh, lest any of them should swim out and escape uh, in other words instead of letting this prisoners escape we're going to kill them uh, we can't let them go uh, but the centurion willing to save Paul uh -uh, we can't kill them we got to save Paul kept them from the purpose from their purpose uh, and commanded that 
they which could swim uh, should cast themselves first into the sea uh, and get to land. Now look at verse 44. And the rest, some on boards uh, and some on broken pieces of the ship. Uh, and so it came to pass that they escaped all safe to land. And the rest, some on boards uh, and some on broken pieces. Amen. Uh, boards and broken pieces tonight's what I'm talking about. Somebody's ship today uh, has been de de devastated. Uh, but wait a minute. Uh, I see a board here. Uh, I see a board there. Uh, it, it, if you just grab on to this, uh, you'll, you, you'll make it safe. Uh, you'll make it safe to where God wants you to be. Amen. Uh, so it don't matter tonight. Whatever you're going through, uh, it seems like everything's all to pieces. Uh, but like this ship and like this boat, uh, it was headed down. But when it came uh, where the two seas come together, the waters were bolsters uh, and the ship just come all to pieces. Uh, but the Bible declares uh, some of them grabbed the board. Uh, some of them grabbed the other pieces. Uh, but they made it to shore. Folks, let me tell you something. The only piece we have tonight is Jesus Christ uh, and him crucified. Uh, and if we can grab a hold of him uh, and hold on to him, uh, let him hold on to us. I guarantee you tonight, everything's going to be okay. You're going to make it to shore. And one of these days, uh, you'll look behind you and see the pearly gate. It won't be in front of you no more. But you know you made it home. Uh, and when you make it home, my friend, uh, you know everything's going to be all right. Can I get an amen? Somebody shout praise the Lord. Boards and broken pieces. Seems like sometimes life is just all to pieces sometimes. Mm. But hold on to Jesus. Because he's who, I can't say he's what, but he's who is going to hold it all together for you. Amen. I mean, a lot of you guys, during this, during this pandemic situation going on here, we've had, we've had church families that have lost loved ones through, through this mess. We've had people that have suffered through this mess. Uh, we've had people that's gone through great deals because of, uh, of this coronavirus stuff. Uh, a lot of people have had it. A lot of people have been delivered. Uh, a lot of people's come through it, and God's going to bless you and, and, and continue on. Uh, so what did we do? We kept holding on. Uh, we kept finding boards. We kept finding pieces. Uh, we kept finding Jesus because he's the answer to everything we need tonight. Can I get an amen? Somebody shout praise the Lord. Paul tried to tell the people. Paul tried to warn the people. Paul told them what was going to take place. Paul told them God is God's will that we stay put. It's God's will that we don't go nowhere. It's God's will to just stay right here. This is where we need to winter in at. No, it was not, it was not convenient for them. So they said, no, we're going to go ahead and sell. Folks, let me tell you something. This is what we have tonight. And I bring this up a lot of times because the word of God. In here is all the pieces that we need. And I can tell you this. Uh, you can read through this thing and God will bring you from one piece to the next piece to the next piece to the next piece. Uh, in other words, he'll give you everything you need through the word. Uh, because in the word, the word is truth. We stand on the word. God's going to bring us all the way through. How many know the word of God's absolute fact and truth tonight? God's going to see us through. Somebody shout praise the Lord. Talking about boards and broken pieces. And the rest, some on boards and some on broken pieces of the ship. And so it came to pass that they escaped all safe to land. Not one of them was a Paul told them, you're not going to get hurt. Everything's going to be fine. It's going to scare you to death, but you're going to, you're going to be okay. How many has ever been through life when it was almost scary sometimes? But at the end of the way, you know Jesus had his hand on you. And he brought you all the way through. Amen. Somebody stand to your feet. I'm through. Believe that? God's good, ain't he? Amen. So grab a hold of whatever you got to grab a hold of. I'm not talking about grab a hold of whatever you need in Jesus. Brother David, come on. Whatever you need in Jesus, grab a hold of it. Hold on to it. Because he is what's going to get us through this awesome world that we're living in right now. Amen. All the chaos that's going on around the world. All the chaos that's going on in America. All the things that's happening in the world today. Amen. Just hold on to Jesus. 
Because when you hold on to Jesus, he's the sail that's going to get into the direction of the wind that they're supposed to go. And wherever Jesus is at, the winds are going to blow the way he wants it to go. And he'll take you exactly where he wants you to take you. Can I get an amen on that? God's going to bless us. Amen. Church, let me tell you something. We need to start praying. We're going to have uh, vacation Bible school, not this week, coming up week, the week after. The week after Father's Day. Uh, after, uh, next Monday, Monday week, we're gonna start. We're gonna start vacation Bible school. Uh, there's been a lot been put in this. Let's pray that God's gonna bless. And I got word. Well, we're thinking that maybe somewhere around a hundred people is gonna be in vacation Bible school. Wouldn't it be great? I'd love to have a hundred youngers plus me and you. Amen. I'm talking about a hundred youngers. I'd love to have a hundred youngers in this place. Amen. Huh? Two hundred. I won't care if we have three hundred. Sanctuary hold 350. Can you imagine 350 youngers up in here? The only place you and I can get be gathered around the wall to keep them, keep them where they're supposed to be. No, you don't move. You don't move. You stay here. You stay there. Can you imagine that? Amen. I'm praying this house is going to be full with people that want Jesus. Amen. Let's worship the Lord tonight as we close. Praise the Lord. Brother David.